Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. W-E-E-I. This is W-E-E-I Late Night, streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Second hour, late night. WEEI, it's KJ 617-779-7937. Opening night for the Celtics, and they get the victory against Philly, 126-117. And if there's something I could take away is the early worries in the game about the lack of Robert Williams and how Joel Embiid just seemed to push himself around. Just dissipated. And I think it really came down to the real story were the bench numbers. I think it's like 33 for the Celtics versus 11 for the for for the Sixers. I I I think the Sixers are kind of fool's gold to be honest with you because after Embiid and Harris and maybe Maxi or ha- uh, I'm sorry Embiid and Harden and then maybe Harris or Maxi but never really seemingly on the same night. Phillies they're they have nothing. Like you almost feel like they have to go get something else on top of the something else they already have. Their bench players, three points, one point, two points, five points. Horrible. Where you know you're not going to get anything from P.J. Tucker. That's not what he does. But if you just, if, if the bench scoring is more by 10, if they have 10 more points, they win the game by one. But this is what's good and great about the Celtics, is no one is too small to be successful in any game. So you look at the bench, Grant Williams, 15 points. Malcolm Brogdon, 16 points. I might have to eat my words about, hey, I would like to see him as a starter. Because, yeah, you put those starter minutes in there. You may not see the 16 points, and Derek White only gave you two points. So would you rather have Derek White coming off the bench and only giving you two points? Or Malcolm Brogdon pretty much showing up with an entire bucket under his arm? It's just fascinating to see. They walked down the, they walked down the 76ers. The 76ers had 25 points. In the third, 29 points in the fourth. Celtics 35. The Celtics had 39 in the second, 35 in the third, 28 in the fourth. Some of that's probably going to come down. If, they, if, if Congratulations to Coach Mazzola on his first NBA win. Whew. Think about what the last few weeks have probably been for him leading up to tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how gratifying is the win considering what the Celtics have gone through basically in the past month? It's good for one night. Right, that's 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 the thing. It's good for one night, and it's good against a division opponent who I think may eventually be in the top four. But again, um, 
you know, with Embiid, even though he was getting off and it got chippy at times and it's going to be that way, um, the more workload he has to take, 37 minutes, 9 of 18, 26 points, 14 rebounds, 15 rebounds. Yeah, let him do all that and they still lose by 9. Hardened with 35, right? Like, if you, most other teams, you say, Embiid goes for 28, uh, so 26, and Harden goes for 35. What happened with the Sixers? You'd be like, they won. But with the Celtics, I said, when Tatum and Brown start playing 30 for 30, I wish I had the sounder. I, I, it's, it's, I think it's some fascinating stat, like almost like everything in one when Brown and Tatum score over 30 points a game. Like you will not beat the Celtics if both of them score 30 because there's very little pressure for anybody else on the team to do anything in terms of scoring. And like I said, with the addition of Brogdon, that's another 16 right there. Marcus Smart with 14 points, not taking too many threes, other things you're going to you, you kind of look for early on. I mean, look, even when you look at the, the, the Celtics starters, outside of Tatum and Brown and Marcus Smart's 14, which is okay about average, if it isn't for Grant Williams and Malcolm Brogdon, keep in mind Grant Williams was in early foul trouble because Embiid was just throwing himself all over. But I think, you know, sometimes you have these halftime talks with the refs. Come on, bro. Really? Because it was it was looking pretty bad, you know, Grant Williams out there trying to defend Joel Embiid. But I think, you know, like you just have kind of this hornet's nest with this, this Celtics team where everybody comes together, gets the job done. Uh, I'd like to see what you get from Blake Griffin over time. I like the energy that Noah Vonley had out there. You know, look, you know, we're, you don't need it for points, but if you can get out there, give some, I mean, look, a plus seven. Some people say that that's not a number that matters, but for someone like him, it does. So when you have two points and you have four fouls, but if it's plus seven when you're on the floor, <laughs> get out there because good things are happening when you're out there because you're not taking shots. And I guess even when you're fouling, they're good ones. I think what's also interesting uh, when you look at the box score, Peyton Pritchard didn't play, I and, Sam, and Sam Hauser only got three minutes. So I feel like similar to what Udoka did last year, it's going to be like situational lineups. Well, I think I think Peyton Pritchard missed his window last year. I, I just firmly believe that. I think he's just a waiting piece to probably be traded. Will he see some minutes soon? Sure. Will they be quality minutes? No. Because the minutes he's getting are Brogdon's minutes now, right? Like that, he should be the one that has Brogdon's minutes. Same position. Derek White has now moved into the starting lineup along with Marcus Smart. So you got Smart and White in the starting lineup, kind of going with a three guard set. And then your first guard off the bench is Malcolm Brogdon. And then off of that would be Grant Williams, depending on who the matchup is, whether it be against a three, a four, or five. Maybe even a big two, he's in there. So. Yeah, I don't see where Pritchard sees much time on the court now just because of the the lay of the land now. Now, if if Brogdon was the starter and White was a, a, a bench player, like, like kind of what it would have been last year, then yeah, if, if White struggles, then probably you see Pritchard in there a little bit. But again, like I said, when I saw Pritchard, you know, like his game was to bust out in game six and seven against Miami last year. And it just didn't happen. And I think at this point, it's like, okay, look, it's your last ride. I think your your rookie contract is up. Um, maybe someone sees value in it, and the last thing we want to do is put you out there and kill that value. 
So, you know, hats off to the Celtics because this is this is a game that I thought with with no time lord and with Al Horford trying to do a couple of things to stop Embiid. I think they figured out a system that says, you know what, as long as you don't let Embiid get to the 40, mid-40 ranges in points, anything's possible. I mean, my goodness, Harden had 35, and how many times was he, you know, leaping into people? He had eight rebounds, eight assists, perfect from the free throw line, more than 50% from three. Like, that's what's impressive with, with what the Celtics did tonight. And so... The other thing I, I would have to warn against, though, is this: is you're going to need size at some point in this division. Like, okay, call it what it is. Some people have their thing about you know what kind of coaching Doc Rivers provides. Is there really discipline that exists with this 76ers team? Their fan base is very loud, but they have to be utterly confused at what happened tonight. They're like, wait a minute, they don't have Robert Williams. Al Horford is their biggest guy out there, and they got Noah Vonley. Like, why did we not win the game? Definitely sounds like there's more, like, from a national standpoint that you could take from Philly's side of it than Boston's side of it, for sure. Well, well, but the thing is this, is this is a game going in I thought would be tough for the Celtics because you say who is going to stop Embiid. And the truth of the matter is kind of nobody really stopped Embiid. Nobody really stopped James Harden. It's just that their bench is so horrible. Like, that is a horrible bench that they have for the 76ers. And that's not the case with with the Celtics, right? Because that was the biggest issue at the end of last year was where will the scoring come from on the bench? And I was one of those people who was like, you know, where is some of the scoring coming from in the backcourt? But if you've got Jalen Brown and Tatum out there already, those two guys that already need the ball. They're, they're, you've already got the ball taken care of when you're starting the game. So when Brogdon comes in, matched up with the Tatum, matched up with the Brown, now you still have two consistent people who can get you buckets where if you're bringing White off of the bench, it things are still going to be – defense is still going to run to Brown or Tatum with White out there. And so I give it to the Celtics and the adjustments they've made, the noise that they've had to hear regarding M.A. I really hope that M.A. and Nia Long are able to – piece by piece together what it is they have. They have a family. Maybe they decide it's not going to work out, but at least let them decide that. I'm glad that some of that noise has died down, um, that Coach Missoula is not getting a bunch of those questions because those are things he can't answer. And we're nosy folks here in New England. We just kind of we just kind of feel like we got to know what what the answer is. What like what what went on, you know. So next game against the Heat here in a couple of days. And you know, I, I think you know the Celtics team again because of what they've done really in the acquisition of Malcolm Brogdon. Because you would you would think that okay, they're going to be nights when Brogdon's not going to be on. Though we haven't really seen that yet. If he ain't on, this guy dropped nine dimes in a, in, a, in a play in a, in a in a preseason game. You know, these are the games that you hope that White would step up. That maybe Marcus Smart can get that from. Let's say fourteen is a good number for him because I think Marcus Smart's like around eleven, twelve ish, if you will. So him getting 14 and not taking a lot of shots and not taking a lot of threes is a very productive night. And if it's on a night where Brogdon may struggle, this gives an opportunity for Smart to step up, for White to step up. Um, I'd like to see more what can be done with Sam Hauser because I like his ability to stretch the floor. And so I think it's a case of matchups. I think when they play the Heat here in a couple of days, you'll probably see a little more Hauser, 
Um, once they go to their bench uh, with Tyler Hero and the way that Miami is built, and they haven't really made any super adjustments, um, it's going to be it's going to be another great game. But I think this is one of those games where the Celtics will be able to show that what they have in totality is stronger than what they're missing. I you would hope that Bam Adebayo doesn't go off. Um, but if you said, hey, Bam Adebayo would have, is going to have 26 and 15, there's a part of you that would say, okay, I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to give you 35 and 8. If he does, then that's like a big-time Jimmy Butler night. So leading into this Heat game, which I think the Celtics can easily win, I don't want to say easily, that's the wrong word, but um, can really kind of dominate the game like they did really you know, the last 75% of tonight's game by just showing that, look, consistently with Brown and Tatum getting to the hole, um, sometimes I still kind of go, oh, do I want to see that jump shot from three that early? You know, if you hit it, great. If you miss it, um, my concern would be when you've got someone like an Adebayo down there because the other thing with Embiid is, while Embiid, Embiid will be a big man at times, where Adebayo is going to be a big man from beginning to end of the game. So Embiid is going to shoot the three, and by him shooting the three, he's not under the glass. And when he's not under the glass, then advantage Celtics with the rebounding. So, again, I I would say some of it mistake ball from the 76ers because, I mean, like I said, if if Embiid is way out there and he's taking the shot, that's even better. Outlet, let's run this. And now the big man has got to get back to defend, and it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to go straight to the rim-to-rim protect. And if you've got to deal with Tatum and Brown coming from one way or the other, he's going to be the backside help on any defensive drive for the two of them. So Embiid just got a lot of work tonight. And I think some of the frustration with that elbow in the back of Marcus Smart, which was, you know, like, come on, call that. Call that. Dude, seven what? Seven one, seven two, nailing a guard in the back. And he's definitely a flailer. He's known to get a lot of calls. Well, that's what I said. Embiid will play the big man from time to time. It's not like Giannis, where you're not going to be mis- you you won't mistake in Giannis for a man in the paint. You won't mistake that he's going to come with speed. He's going to come with power. You know that's what he does. Embiid, I'm sorry. Why have any finesse when you've already got Harden out there? Like you're like you're kicking out to Harden and to and to Embiid from 22, 23 out. Like th- that's how you lose games. That's how you have a bench. That you're like, okay, well, we can't do anything down here. We're going to be out-rebounded. We're not going to be putting back stuff. P.J. Tucker's shot is not underneath the rim. It's in that corner. So there's nothing they can really do. I I think there's going to be some screaming heads in Philly over this team that's underachieving. Meanwhile, as the Celtics, I, you know, I, I'm going to we'll, we'll do NBA crypto here in the next break. And <laughs> I'm buying a lot of that stock right there on them. 617-779. 793.7, text line 37937, KJ Late Night, WEEI. Time to trend with Joe Braverman. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Celtics are back in action. They open up their season tonight at the Garden against the 76ers with a 126 117 win. Jason Tatum. Contributing a double-double, 35 points, 12 rebounds. Jalen Brown also had 35 points. Malcolm Brogdon came off the bench and got 16 points. Grant Williams also came off the bench with 15. James Harden on the other side for Philly had 35 points on 9 of 14 shooting. 12 for 12 from the free throw line. 8 rebounds and 8 assists. So he nearly misses a triple-double. Joel Embiid, 26 points. 
15 rebounds in the 76er loss. The Seas will head to Miami for an Eastern Conference Finals rematch on Friday night against the Heat. Tip-off will be at 7.30. Bruins are also back in action on their second night of a back-to-back. They lost to the Ottawa Senators 7-5, to 6-5 after two periods. So not a lot of defense being played uh, by either side. Jeremy Swayman gets... Uh, pulled in the second period. Linus Allmark only gives up one of the seven Senator goals. The Bruins will be back in action at the Garden Thursday night to play the Anaheim Ducks. Puck drop will be at 7. The Patriots had the day off today of practice as they get set for a Monday night matchup in Gillette as they welcome the Chicago Bears. Cody Davis got moved to IR with an injury. Opening lines right now are favoring the Pats at minus 7.5 and an over-under total of 39.5. And And bad news for Red Sox fans out there, the Yankees are still alive for the World Series as the deciding Game 5 from Yankee Stadium between the Guardians and the Bronx Bombers took place earlier today with New York winning 5-1. Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge both hitting home runs to win the Series 3-2. They'll begin the ALCS in Houston against the Astros tomorrow night with first pitch scheduled for 7-37. And on the other side in the NLCS, Game 1 in San Diego goes to the Phillies, 2 to nothing. Zach Wheeler and the Philadelphia bullpen allow only one hit all night to the Padres. Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber each hitting a solo home run. Game 2 will be tomorrow afternoon, first pitch at 4.35. I am Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Late night, 
W-E-E-I. KJ, thank you so much for hanging out this late. Celtics win by 9, 126-117. And before the game started, just an absolutely beautiful ceremony uh, saluting Bill Russell and his importance to the game. If you ask Michael Jordan, who's the greatest player? Well, he'd say himself. But for years, he'd say Bill Russell. Bill Russell. And the hologram, well, not hologram, but like shadowed six that's inside of the paint. Um, And, of course, across the entire league, all players will be wearing the number six, and the number six is being grandfathered in. So no new players can wear the number six if they have it now. I think LeBron James, if he hasn't changed his number once again. Yeah, he still has the six Yeah, he still has the six. Um, He's able to keep his until he retires. I feel um, like he would be the only one you'd be okay to grandfather. Everyone else who wears number six, it's like, why are you not changing it now? Yeah, you know, well, I'll put it this way. If they're not that good, trust me, the, the team will change it for them. <laughs> you know, like, not only do you not have that six, but you don't have a sixth spot on this team or the 16th spot, you know. So, see ya. But look, I can applaud what the uh, what, what the Celtics did and allowed in terms of the free speech that occurred. I know that probably made some people itch. Let's just be honest. Um, I did kind of giggle to myself when they had Aloe Black singing. I was just like, that is a punchline in the movie, in the TV show Atlanta. You get Aloe Black to sing. It, it, you'd have to watch Atlanta to get that, but yes, they did that. And I get it. Um, but I also do hope that the Russell, the Bill Russell movement in the NBA will allow for greater Boston to be able to uh, rectify and be able to sell the importance of what the franchise did in terms of African-Americans, in terms of coaching uh, uh, players before a lot of other teams would integrate to bury really the one thing that people run away with when they come to the story of Bill Russell in Boston. And it's actually in North Reading. This is that chance. And so... What happened tonight, totally get. And I think as the season continues on, I think the discussion of Bill Russell's legacy will continue to be part of the narrative. Um, it has to be. Because if it's just like, hey, we just do this this season, and it goes on, and, you know, like, hey, the importance of Casey Jones, and Sam Jones, the Jones boys, and Sat Sanders, and, and then, um, oh, what's my guy's name that coached uh, – his son is in the league coaching now. Uh, Paul Silas and other guys like that who were very integral to the Celtics dynasties that built the NBA, right? People, I don't care how big of a Lakers fan were you, they weren't always in L.A. Celtics always been right here, right here. And so, you know, with the swirls of uncertainty with Coach Adoka and what did and didn't happen and what the rules were for the team and uh, how he went against those, you know, those are, those are internal issues. Um, but I think at the same time, uh, with still a lot of social conversation going on, Jalen Brown giving uh, a pretty elegant, sweet speech. Think about it. You, you give an elegant speech like that to start a game and it's on national television. It's in front of the city of Boston. It's opening night and you still drop 35. That's impressive. So, you know, there's some great things, and I and I really believe 
that the full history of the Celtics should be celebrated. It's very easy to say Bird, McHale, Parrish. There are other guys. There are other guys. I mean, there were guys here who were that good they couldn't stay. Paul Westfall? (laughs) Beast. No room for him here. You know, so there's an opportunity to recapture a a narrative, to get away from the MA controversy, which I think is going to happen. Winning cures a lot. Uh, Coach Missoula has the support, not only that team, but I think the fan base. I think parts of the fan base who are trying to make a bigger issue out of what happened with MA, let it go. It's bigger than all of us. It's really a family matter. And I don't know about you. I definitely would not want like fans or like my someone who doesn't really know me, like really honing in on what my family life is about. That needs to be handled. The less like, it's not like you're going to see MA walking around town. Be like, bro, get out of town. And so the Celtics, which after tonight, I, I, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed because when Time Lord gets back, and if this team can continue to do things that it did tonight, where they struggled but pulled it out in the end, where last year was the complete opposite, where it was just kind of like, hey, they're just absolutely dominating and then just fall apart in the end. Then you, that's the biggest change. You think about it. You're talking about how does an Eastern Conference champion improve the little things and. I think you saw the start of that tonight. I think what's also good is the first five games, four of them are against perennial playoff teams. You had Philly tonight, then you go to Miami, you have kind of a softball in Orlando, then you're at Chicago versus Cleveland. So four of those five games are a really good test, I think, early on. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, for the most part, you know, NBA for me really doesn't crank up until Christmas. But if you remember some of the issues that the Celtics were having, were right before Christmas last year. And they turned them around, but there's no room for error. You want to you wanna hit the ground running. You don't want to have your Christmas game removed from you like you did last year. Like, oh, we're going to bump you out of that spot because you guys have been so bad in November. We're going to put these guys in your spot instead. So um, for those who've been following and listened to the show last year, the great thing about you know when I'm here twice a week, after a whole month, I've really only been here for like two weeks. <laughs> How do I know that? I, I see it on my check. So there's a game we play called NBA Crypto where we buy and sell NBA teams. We're going to start it at the very beginning because we'll see if they're teams that we're early buyers on or teams that we might be selling on right on time. Joe, hit it. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. Bang, Stu. going to be in the moon. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. One dollar. going to be in the moon. You're selling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. Ah! <laughs> Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! All right, for those who don't know how it's worked, when you hear the laugh, that means I'm buying. If you hear turn those machines back on, it means I'm selling. So how I'm going to do the teams is how the conference is finished. So last year's Eastern Conference winner, keep the music going, the Miami Heat. I thought they would have an an opportunity to improve when the Kyrie Irving deal didn't work out, and I'm not upset about that at all, that could have put them at the very top of the division. So I see some slippage. I'm selling the Miami Heat as a top team in the Eastern Conference. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! 
Your Boston Celtics finished second last year, and what an amazing run it was towards the end. You remember on that last day, Milwaukee decided not to play. I think uh, Toronto was in that mix where they decided not. Uh, Philly had to beat Toronto. M.A. said, we go play. So the Celtics finished number two last season and made the improvements they needed to make. They needed bench scoring. They needed scoring from the backcourt. They got both in Malcolm Brogdon. Not to put a lot of pressure on him, but hey, if he can do again what he did tonight, the Celtics, I'm buying as the number two seed, at least in the Eastern Conference. The Milwaukee Bucks finished third in the Eastern Conference last year, and I got to say, they're on a mission. I think that team believes that they should have gone to the NBA Finals if Chris Middleton was healthy. They took the Celtics to seven games. I thought they would have even beaten Miami Heat if they had made it to the Eastern Conference Final. I'm buying the Milwaukee Bucks being a top three Eastern Conference team for sure. (laughs) Finishing fourth last year, the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, if you remember when they got James Harden, they went on a little run, then they stammered, then they kind of petered a bit, and then when they got into the playoffs, they did okay, and then they fizzled against Miami. I'm selling the 76ers being a top four team after what I saw tonight. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! Yeah, they need a bench badly. At five, the Toronto Raptors And it's always hard to get a gauge of what goes on in Canada. They still got pieces in Siakam. I've got the other guy's name because, look, it's a Canadian team. Scotty Barnes? Yeah, there you go. Scotty Barnes, OJ, OG, uh, Autobody, whatever. Look, they're always a consistent team that seems to show up. Five? Yes, I'll buy them at five again this year. The Chicago Bulls at one time last season was the number two team in the East and just kept falling and falling and falling. And I don't know if Lonzo Ball is ever going to get up. And that is the key. When he went out last year, the continuity went. Now they may be able to fix some of it this year, but I'm going to buy the Bulls being around six. That sounds about right. At seven, the Brooklyn Nets... The Kyrie issue, Kevin Durant's injury, Ben Simmons never played a game, he didn't practice. I think that all changes, and they can be very dangerous. Seven? Absolutely not. But I'm going to buy the Brooklyn Nets as a top four team in the Eastern Conference. Dangerous. The Atlanta Hawks were eight, and yeah, I'm buying them at eight again. At nine, the Cleveland Cavaliers, where I saw the slippage happen last year, but a very exciting team. It just kind of sputtered out at the end. With the addition of Donovan Mitchell, I think there's some consistency there, but you wonder about some of the defense when it comes from him. So I think they're they're gonna they'll get into the playoff mix. So I'm gonna buy Cleveland to be a little higher than nine. The Charlotte Hornets at 10, exciting team. But look, my boy Mike, I know how he builds the team. They'll be in the playoff play-in at 10, sounds about right. The Knicks finished below 10th. Yeah, they got Jalen Brunson, but it was the wrong move. 
You know, I think the Knicks are just looking for somebody exciting to come in there. I, they still might, if things go wrong with Russell Westbrook with the Lakers, he would be a perfect landing spot in New York where he could score 45 and they lose by 10 and everybody celebrate. So I'm buying the Knicks to underachieve again. Absolutely. The Washington Wizards. I think it's all for sale down there in Washington. Football, baseball, hockey, basketball might be as well. I see the Wizards as a below playoff playing team. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! All right, without even using the sound effect, Pacers are where they're going to be. Detroit's going to be where they are. So is Orlando. I see little to no improvement for those teams. They're not in any danger of scaring anybody for a playoff run. All right, in the Western Conference, which was absolutely crazy last year, Phoenix Suns finished head heads and shoulders against the Western Conference, but of course lost in the semifinals to Dallas. And then everything that happened this offseason with the owner getting fined extensively, suspended for a year. Now the team uh, looks to be for sale. I just got ugly in Phoenix, and I don't, even bringing back DeAndre Ayton isn't exactly exciting for the team because DeAndre Ayton didn't expect them to match his money. And reports are saying he didn't even talk to Monty Williams until a few weeks ago. Well, that's hearsay. But he did get signed back when they matched that offer with India. He was ready to go to Indiana to get out of Phoenix. So I'm selling Phoenix as the top seed in the Western Conference. Hmm, Memphis, intriguing, tough, played with a lot of energy, but I think teams are ready for them a little more this year than they were last year. So I'm going to sell Memphis as a number two team, not that high. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! The Golden State Warriors. It's going to be a fascinating story with this team because with Jordan Poole signing his extension... I think four years, $140 million. And then the salary cap being bumped up in the luxury tax where there's talk of Golden State may go up to $500 million. I think there are going to be some things they have to do before they get there. And I think that $500 million is to bring in another superstar at the expense of, and you heard it here first, Draymond Green. It's just why I believe he punched Jordan Poole and a few days later, Jordan Poole gets the extension I know that Draymond is looking for one himself, but I am buying the Golden State Warriors to be in the top two, so I'm buying the Golden State Warriors to be right up there near the top. (laughs) The Dallas Mavericks finished fourth, and they're kind of weird to figure out because they win all these regular season games, you get to the playoffs, you're like, it's just Luka. Sometimes that's just enough. He's the odds-on favorite to win the MVP at plus two, or just under three to one. And Dallas has a mid-Western Conference team in a potential dangerous spot for in the semifinals like they were last year. I'm buying Dallas as a number four team in the West. At five was the Utah Jazz and Danny Ainge's seller Danny. <laughs> yes. You knew my mind before you said it. You clear out the team. You're trying to get a reset. This is not the number five team in the West. I feel that's personal to Danny Ainge there, right? Uh, But the Denver Nuggets, absolutely as the number five team. Maybe even 
upsetting where Phoenix is. I, I can see Denver actually jumping into the top four. I'm buying Denver as a top four team moving ahead of six. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Maybe the weirdest trade that I saw is you bring in Rudy Gobert to be next to Cat. Is Cat now your three-point specialist? I know he's falling in love with the shot. I'm selling the Timberwolves at seven because I think they went backwards in their acquisition. Because the New Orleans Pelicans, they've got something, and they're going to be fun to watch and staying up late. I like the Pelicans to be a straight-out playoff team, no play-in game. The Clippers finished ninth last year. No Kawhi Leonard. Paul George was out for a stretch of time. They now have a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Paul George, a reduced salaried... I'm still fascinated by when I say this. A reduced salary. Oh gosh, what is his name out of uh that was just out of Houston that disappeared for two years and didn't play anywhere? John Wall. John Wall, if he can offer up something off of the bench, watch out. The Clippers are going to be dangerous. They may be a 5-6 team. I'm buying the Clippers to do something this year. Now watch this. San Antonio Spurs? Nah. Lakers, they'll get to the play-in series, so I'm going to have to buy. That's better than last year. But everybody will laugh at them when they lose that play-in tournament. Sacramento, Portland, Oklahoma City, and Houston. Yeah, you know what they are. And that right there, folks, is NBA Crypto. So I, I, You can stop it now, Joe. So I guess if their team's to buy early, that was an abrupt stop. <laughs> um, the Clippers? Watch them early. Watch the Pelicans early. So some of these Western teams, you'll see some movement in the West. In the East, it might be pretty static. I mean, obviously the Nets are, are going to be better than they were last year. And uh, you'll see, and Cleveland will be interesting to watch as well to see if uh, they figured some things out where at one point they were like the four seed in, in the East. And, and they them in Chicago had a steady drop as the season went on when they dropped into like six and seven spots, six, seven uh, Cleveland dropped down to nine, so they're in that seven nine game. They were in that nine ten game. I'm sorry, no eight nine game against Atlanta and lost that one. Then Atlanta played that game against um, uh, Brooklyn, and Brooklyn was able to get in. So it, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I think the Celtics are going to be a sleeper, and I think it really comes down in the East between the Celtics and the Bucks, right? Because these are just two hard playing basketball teams that are going to fight it out, and that's what you saw last year in the uh, semis, uh, Eastern Conference semifinals. All right, we wrap things up here on Late Night with WEEI. It's KJ. Thanks so much for hanging out. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I believe Mac Jones is the starter. Um, but it, he had a couple rough games. Then tried to do a little too much, a couple turnovers. Belichick's never going to get ahead of himself, so he's never going to address it until he has to. I think he wants to judge the whole product. But, like, let's say Bailey Zappi goes out and wins this week and looks really good. Um, it's going to get interesting. I, I think Mac Jones is a starter. I want to say this again. I think Mac Jones is a starter, but it's not a slam dunk like that. Late night. W-E-E-I. It, it, it's, the, it's the talk of the sports world right now. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, and then what's going on with Tom in Tampa. It drives people crazy, but you know what? It sells. You know who I'm talking about. I, it's, I, I totally agree. I think Bailey Zappi's the starter this week. It's still it, Mac Jones is the starter for the Jets week. No matter how Mac Jones performs, barring injury, Mac will also start the Indianapolis game. And then I think if if the Indy game and the Jets game don't look good, then that bye week will be the most interesting bye week in in in, in some recent years here in New England, for sure. Um, thank you again for listening. You can check out on the i I'm sorry on the uh, on the Odyssey app. <laughs> I used to work at some other place. Um, Stream anywhere from anywhere. Um, just type in WEEI 93.7. It brings you right here. Of course, you can tell your smart speaker, hey, play WEEI 93.7 Boston, and you can listen at any time. Greg Hill, uh, Gresham Keefe, uh, Maloney, Fourier, Mego, Mutt, who is really happy about being on Twitch. He gets like an hour on Twitch, doesn't he, Joe? Yeah, I think um, he had like uh, his whole show going at one point. Okay. Um, on Twitch. Yeah, I have my own Twitch account, and I'm like, as soon as I fire it off, that's when I'll hear from corporate, hey, you can't run it on your own and everything, but you know what? That's perfectly fine. I'm not really pressed about that. Uh, Jeremy Swayman was absolutely atrocious tonight. <laughs> atrocious tonight in uh, the Ottawa's law, uh, the loss to Ottawa. Doesn't it concern you, though, that the Bruins are in all these high-scoring games, like only four games into the season? Yes, from the goalie perspective. No, from the scoring perspective, right? Because if you looked at the Bruins last year, they were getting outshot in the fourth. That's not happening anymore. You know, they're getting nice. They're getting leads in the first and keeping them. They're not finding themselves in behind in games. They were undefeated coming into tonight. And I think only them, the Hurricanes, um, the Golden Knights, and the Stars were the only ones undefeated going in tonight's action. So if you told me that, hey, when there are four teams remaining that were undefeated in the NHL, would I think the Bruins would be one of them going into tonight? No. But this is going to help as you get into the points game as the season gets long. Um, when you start getting once, once you start getting over 100 points, that's when the nail-biting starts happening, and this is when you start thinking about those games early in the season. And I think just to piggyback it off of two, 
Bruins are playing with no Marshawn, no McAvoy, and no Grizzly, and they're still putting up these these big numbers. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, once you know McAvoy and Marshawn come back late November, early December, somewhere in there, then there'll be some adjustments. But I think at the end of the day, if you if the goaltending can't can't get handled, can't get handled, then eh, it's not going to be good. You know, I mean, you look at Swayman, nineteen saves out of twenty five shots. You know, like how how can you put a better C minus on a on a page? You know, so I, I think that's just going to have to be addressed with Swayman in a contract year as well. You would think, hey buddy, this is where you play lights out, not playing like you're like the lights are out. <laughs> like that's 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 going to be the question I think just from tonight because when you have those things pop out, it's going to happen in a season where people are just going to get you know fast and loose. But again, like you said, when all these goals are being scored in these games, all those goals are going in for the other team uh, as well. Grant, granted, though, like the the seven they gave up is the most. Like It's only one less than what they've five, given five, up so five far. Five is a lot. Four is a lot. Everything should be three and under. right? Every, and it, and it's been. It's been a total of, I'm just doing the math real quick, they've only allowed eight goals in the first three games and they gave up seven tonight. Yeah, so, you know, again, you know, moving forward, you know, when you see this, like with Swayman, you hope that it's, it's an anomaly and not a consistency. Um, so last week when I was on the show, I was debating, like, how I was going to watch the Alabama-Tennessee game while at a dinner for my daughter's birthday. And, you know, Justin and I were talking about, like, you know, like there's some events. I was like, man, you know, maybe I catch the first half. Alabama-Tennessee was the most watched college football game this season by far. And I did get to see the end of the game literally at the table. Like, after the check came, I turned my phone on, and it was literally the last minute and a half of the game. And for full disclosure, Herndon Hooker, uh, Hendon Hooker, who's the quarterback for Tennessee, who Hooker for Heisman should be a hashtag all over, um, is somebody that I've known since they were a little kid. His father and I went to the same college. Uh, his father was an ambassador for school. Used to be quarterback at our school uh, at North Carolina A&T. Uh, if you... To put in perspective, Stephen A. Smith went to the HBCU next to me at Winston-Salem State. We crushed them all the time. But uh, Hendon Hooker's father was a quarterback at my school. And then Hendon, we followed him when he was at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was probably kicking themselves that they haven't kept him. Uh, but Hendon threw his first interception of the year. <laughs> of the year. This weekend, most watched game, Alabama. I, I was going to say, are we now going to start seeing you like among the, the crowd of orange so with that, with that no, hashtag on there, no, because well, be, well, the funny thing is, before there were hashtags, there was a campaign for his father, Alan Hooker for Heisman, long shot at the time, but Hooker for Heisman. So literally, the Hooker for Heisman campaign for his father literally can now be applied to the son, and he should win it. And I think Josh Heifel is the perfect coach for him. Um, also, man, I I'm kind of nervous. I've got to write this thing. For my daughter's horse riding uh, ex- exhibition coming up, and they're like, "Hey, write some benefits for the horse riding program." And I was like, "You know, I get like a free hour away from my kid. There's a guy there who talks sports. I don't even care. He wears a Buffalo Bills hat." And I'm thinking, "I'm like, I can't put that stuff in there." You know, look, you guys take a you, she just all in your face for an hour, and I love it. So, Joe, thank you for your work tonight. Remember at Weei on Twitter at KJ Carson on Twitter as well. At KJ Carson IG on Instagram. Thank you for being part of just this total left brain show. Be back tomorrow night with some NFL odds, some gambling parlays as well, and looking at what the Chicago Bears look like.
Have a great Tuesday night. Thanks so much for hanging out with WEEI Late Night with KJ. Peace. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.